Hello everybody, what is up and welcome back to the weekly weigh-in. I feel like I just need to sing. I don't know why I have that urge, but welcome back guys. Uh, You know, this is now episode three. So this is where, you know, the first one you heard, you know, you heard about the hype. You wanted to see what Kylie was all about, what her podcast is all about. Learned about Susan. Everyone fell in love with Susan. Number two is kind of like, all right, does she actually know what she's doing? Is she going to stick with this? Are we never going to hear from her again? And now we're on episode three, guys. So if you guys have made it this far, congratulations. I would now officially consider you a weekly weigh-in fan. Uh, t-shirts will be coming in the mail um, at a later date. Just kidding. I, 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 we can't do that right now, but, but maybe at another time. We'll see. We'll see. So how are your Tuesdays going? Um, the gym has been super busy lately. It's that mid-January point where um, people are really settling in. Everyone's back from their vacations. They're back on their grind, on their routines, and now they're really trying to get those goals. Um, so it's been great. And, and it makes me wonder too, like when the gyms get busy, I find that gyms are so different for which one you go to. So the first one that I started out at was like a $10 a month, like very bodybuilder emphasis gym it was kind of both it had some group classes and things like that and the gym that I work at now is a much more like corporation type gym um so it has everything under the sun my dad and I recently like a couple days ago went to this new gym in the area and it's a very bodybuilder emphasis gym and most of you know and some of you if you're if you're new to the podcast or you haven't read my description or anything like that or you just don't know me in general you'll know that I used to compete in bodybuilding and so that used to be my world starting into fitness that's really how I fell in love with fitness was learning how to sculpt my body in the way that I wanted it to look and really fell in love with the discipline that comes with the sport of bodybuilding. So we went to a bodybuilding gym in the area. Uh, it was a smaller gym, but it was awesome. It was it was honestly so fun and such a great experience to be in that environment again. Um, but one thing I did notice, while it was a very small gym, it had a lot of squat racks, lots of weights, weights going up to like 150 Um, dumbbells, lots of different machines. I felt like a kid in a candy store, but at the same time, my dad and I were also trying to figure out like different machines. It was very like, oh my God, I'm glad no one's really here because I look like the biggest noob ever, even though I'm a personal trainer. But as they were taking us through the tour, we got to this back room where their group training class would be. And they basically said that after a couple weeks, they realized that their demographic is just not a group fitness demographic. So they actually changed it into a functional training studio with like turf and all that stuff. And eventually they're going to expand, which made sense to me because I was like, okay, it's a bodybuilder style gym. You know, most of them aren't going to be into group classes. If you wanted a place with group classes, you might go to a more corporate gym where you know what you're going to expect. But it got me kind of thinking about how gyms are all so differently. And so then I looked at their cardio equipment and they had maybe like eight treadmills, two ellipticals, but then like three Stairmasters, all brand new, all that stuff. But my point of that is, is like they had so many machines and so many weightlifting things, but not a lot of cardio equipment. And I thought about that and I was like, well, it's a bodybuilding and powerlifting emphasis gym. Why would it have a lot of cardio? Because if you know anything about the bodybuilding world, doing a lot of cardio can be viewed as the death of muscle. So that's one thing that I wanted to talk about today. I want to cover what cardio really is 
and answer some questions that you guys have reached out to me over Instagram about, people I've talked about in person and things like that. Just because I feel like it is such a misunderstood form of exercise and by doing it properly, you can actually see so much benefit from it. So let's talk about exactly what cardio is. I was talking to one of my clients about this on Sunday, telling her I was probably going to do an episode about cardio. And she was like, one thing you should mention is defining cardio because she had a trainer before me who was like, yeah, go hop on and do some cardio. And she's like, uh, like, what does that mean? Be more specific. So cardio technically by definition is anything that stimulates your cardiovascular system. So it could be really anything that gets your heart rate up. So it could be anything from like long distance running, even weightlifting, or like if you're like me, where three times out of the week, you're sprinting up your basement stairs because you fear that someone is going to be running behind you. Just kidding. It's more like every single day. Um, So those are the different types of, of cardio. And there's, there's a spectrum of different things. But when we look at it in the traditional sense, we're looking at it more as using the cardio equipment you see in a gym. So like treadmill, elliptical, Stairmaster, bike, swimming as well, for sure. Those are typically the types of things we think of when we're like, all right, I'm going to go hit some cardio. And let me just reiterate, cardio is one of the most controversial topics. Everyone thinks that they have the best method of cardio or the best form. And honestly, when you really, when it really boils down to is everyone responds to exercise differently. Everyone has different genetics and metabolism and goals. It is so hard for me to tell you exactly what you should do for you specifically. So I'm just going to break it down more into the goals that you have and typically what works for those types of people. But of course, no matter what I say on this podcast, there's going to be some type of quote unquote research article or popsugar.com or something like that that's going to say something different from what I'm saying. So just take what I'm saying with a grain of salt, take what you're reading as a grain of salt and try out different things to see what's going to work for you. And one kind of easy way to test if something is actually working for you and you're going through that trial and error process would be to take your baseline body composition, so your weight, body fat percentage, muscle mass, if you have the tools to do that. That way you can incorporate a new type of training once a month until you find that thing that is finally getting you to those goals. So what's increasing your muscle mass, what's lowering your body fat, whatever you're trying to do. And once you can find those things that work for you, then go crazy. So let's start off by breaking down some of the benefits of cardio. Why do people do cardio? One, I feel like people gravitate mostly towards cardio because it's easy to do. It's easy to perform, easy to execute. You don't typically need a lot of form aside from knowing how to change the resistances and speeds on the machine. It's all extremely self-explanatory. And of course, it's called cardio for a reason. We're working our cardiovascular system. It's good for our heart, our lungs. It's good for circulation um, and just good for overall health. It works your brain too. A lot of people use that to think about their day and to plan things when they're moving around. Sometimes it helps with our creative flow and process as well as it is also a great calorie burner. Now, notice I said calorie burner, not always fat burning because sometimes it's good for burning fat but it depends on the way that we do it and we'll get into that in a little bit but comparatively to weightlifting it is better typically at burning calories if you went all out intense cardio for an hour versus weightlifting for an hour you're probably burning more calories on the cardio equipment that you're using 
And I bring this up because I feel like some people are going to say, oh my gosh, well, weightlifting does this and this and this. Yes, it's not a competition between cardio versus weightlifting. You need both. Cardio is going to help more with your inside health, and it burns fat too in certain respects. And weightlifting is, of course, going to help you with strength, aesthetics, power, performance, things like that. They just are different types of exercise. It always seems like people talk about it as one versus the other, when really the answer is, should you be doing both? Yes, both are going to be beneficial in different ways. And one of the questions that I got a lot was, when should I do my cardio? Should I do it before or after the weights? This is typically how I would structure a workout. You come in, you warm up. That could be dynamic stretching, it could be cardio equipment, however your warm-up is based off what you're doing as far as your training. Then doing your strength training or performance training. Cardio is going to be after your weightlifting. Let's just say that, that your performance training is weights. You want to save your intensity for the weights. There are many of studies that show doing cardio before your weights is going to hinder your performance during your strength training, which makes sense, right? You're, you're putting all of your energy first into whatever type of cardio that you're doing, and so then you just don't have as much strength or as much intensity when you get into the weights. And it's important that you're able to come in kind of fresh when it comes to weights, especially if you're a power lifter, that kind of defeats the whole purpose. If you're a bodybuilder, you wanna make sure that you have your endurance. And if you're just the normal person, you still wanna make sure that your muscles are recuperated enough and they're not fatigued because you don't wanna injure yourself, especially if you're new and you're still learning form and things like that. You don't want fatigue to be the reason that you've now hindered your weightlifting. The next biggest question I get a lot is what modality of cardio should I be doing? Should I be doing treadmill, elliptical, bike? What is going to be best for me? And let me just say, if you have some type of lower body injury, it depends on what it is. But for the most part, I would say stick to something a little bit more low impact, like the bike or elliptical, depending on your injury. That's something that you would talk to the person who diagnosed you with such injury and, and see what they recommend. But if we're fit as a fiddle, if we're just talking more average person, I would say do what type of cardio you like to do. Reason being is because most of the people who go into the gym, it's not their favorite thing. They don't all want to be personal trainers. We're not all professional bodybuilders. A lot of us don't want to be there, <laughs> quite frankly. Um, I don't want to be there sometimes, but I also work in a gym, so that's besides the point. So find things that you like or can at least tolerate doing. So if you love swimming and you absolutely hate running, do swimming then and vice versa. What I would also say to you is don't be afraid to chop up your cardio into segments and do different types of machines. When I was prepping for my competition and I had to do a lot of cardio, I was doing like 30 minutes of cardio, which doesn't seem like a lot, but for me, I really don't like cardio. Let me just say that. I don't like doing cardio. I do it because it's good for me, but I needed to do 30 minutes. So I broke it up into three 10 minute segments. I do 10 minutes on the bike, 10 minutes on the Stairmaster, 10 minutes running. I kept at the same type of intensity, but changing up the modalities a little bit made me a little less bored. It would be so different if I was just, you know, running for 30 minutes. And that's not even to say that cardio alone, it can only be done on a machine. You could play basketball. Like I said, you could swim. Things like kettlebell swings, jump rope, box jumps 
a lot of different calisthenics are going to be really good, efficient ways to do cardio because you're not just running or swimming, you're using your muscles and activating those as well. A lot of times they have resistance with them too. So those are great options as well, especially for people like me who I kind of have to trick my body sometimes of doing like quote fun cardio where I'm doing a little bit of weight training in with it too. So it doesn't always have to be your typical running on the treadmill. You could be dancing around in your room if you want and that's technically some form of cardio it's more about the way that you structure it the timing and the intensity okay so that's what we're going to talk about next we're going to talk about based off the goal that you have what type of cardio should you be doing so say your goal is to burn some body fat and you know who needs to burn some body fat good old susan let me go grab her real quick susan Susan! Susan, get over here. We're doing the podcast. All right. Susan's with me now, everybody. So Susan over here is trying to lose that 20 pounds. Her husband's still not supportive, but it's fine. We're still going to the gym. We're still doing what we need to do. So what exactly should Susan be doing? Hit, which is high-intensity interval training, is going to burn overall the most calories most quickly. However, lower intensity and longer workouts are going to pull from more of those fat energy stores and overall percentage-wise burn more fat. So if you look at it this way, if I'm doing cardio where I burned 100 calories and I did it in a low steady state, I did that a longer time period, but I burned 70% of that, that's 70 calories. Say I did hit, and since it's a higher intensity, I could only withstand that for like 20 minutes, but I still burned 100 calories, but because it's in a higher intensity and my body didn't have enough time, I only burned, say, 40% fat. So I'm only burning 40 calories from fat. So what I would say to Susan is do both. If you're short on time, do some HIIT training. You're going to burn overall calories. It's going to help with your caloric intake throughout the day and nutrition. Um, It's going to still help with your VO2, so making sure that you're still working on endurance training. It's going to help with that. But if you have more time, focus on those lower intensity, longer workouts too. And when I say low intensity, I don't mean like necessarily a walk. I mean more so like a... Walking on an incline or a jog or something like that where you're still getting your heart rate up, you're still breathing heavy, but we're not like going all full out, full force to the max. So there are so many variables, like I said, like injury, the type of nutrition you're doing, the type of weightlifting you're participating in that will give you that answer as to what is going to specifically be better for you and your programming. But for the layperson, I might suggest doing like two days of long steady state for like no more than like 30 minutes and then doing once or twice a week of hit for maybe like half that time because you don't want to overdo it. You don't want to be spending like three hours in the gym because you're trying to do all of your strength and all of your cardio for so long because you feel like just burning more calories in general is going to be the most efficient thing. There is such a thing as overtraining by adding more cardio intensively, especially it's just like adding way more weights too. you're still putting your body under a lot of stress, your heart under a lot of stress. And after a while, cardio can start to do more harm than good to do if you're trying to burn fat. Now, if you're trying to build muscle 
it's going to be a little bit different. Now we want to remember that when we're trying to build muscle, we want to be in a caloric surplus, okay? So we want to be taking in more calories than we're burning. So when we're building muscle, we don't want to do so much cardio that we end up tipping the balance and we're now burning more than we're actually intaking. And I feel like that's where a lot of the disconnect happens when people say, oh yeah, if you want to build muscle, then you know, when you do cardio, it's going to mess up your muscle mass. It's going to deteriorate your muscles, melt your muscles away. That's not necessarily true. There is a way to do cardio to be able to help your health and actually improve your muscle performance. It's going to help build endurance to help increase your intensity during your weightlifting. You'll be able to, to lift longer and perhaps even have more power behind what you're doing. And it's also going to increase muscle circulation. Your muscle needs blood to be able to function properly as well as to be able to recover. So kind of the same rules apply when it comes to burning fat and building muscle, except I would suggest someone who's trying to build more muscle spend more time in the lower heart rate zones with a little bit longer duration. When I say long, I don't mean like 45 minutes to an hour. I mean like 20 to 30 minutes of something more low intensity to still keep the heart rate going, improving circulation, all those benefits that I just said. And you could do that anywhere from like two or three times a week. I wouldn't do it every single day. I wouldn't necessarily do two a day again we're trying to stay in that caloric surplus so we don't want to burn too many calories but the calories that we do burn we want them to be efficiently from fat the last little like tidbit that I want to cover as far as your cardio programming goes is should you do cardio fasted or not fasted and again there's a ton of research on this it's very controversial from what I've found it really doesn't make that big of a difference. It's it's kind of a catch-22 because it's very similar to we talked about different intensities will be different lengths. So if you're going into an early morning cardio session and you don't have anything in your stomach, you're not going to have enough energy to be able to go super high intensity in a workout to where you're only drawing from fat. Now, you can do something low intensity and a little bit longer, and then yes, you are pulling from that fat because when you're waking up, you're more in that ketosis state. However, if you do have some type of you know carbs or fuel before you work out in the morning, you can then go a little bit longer and a little bit more intense. So again, it's one of that like catch-22, which one is really better? And I think it really kind of all just comes down to more personal preference. And to piggyback off of the nutrition of fasted versus unfasted, you do not have to do as much cardio as you probably think you do. You can cut more calories safely out of your nutrition plan, okay? So you could cut a little bit more carbs if that day you're not feeling the energy to do as much cardio. Now, is that to say that you can do as much cardio as you want and you can eat like crap? No, that is not what I'm saying at all. It's a lot longer explanation than that. All I'm saying is you don't have to rely solely on cardio for fat burning. In fact, like I mentioned last episode, nutrition is going to be the best way and the most efficient long-term way to take off weight and keep it off. Thing for weightlifting, the more muscle that you're putting on, the more your metabolism is going to be there to back you up and to be burning calories efficiently throughout the day. So it's not just about cardio. It's not just about weightlifting or just about nutrition. It's all of these variables cohesively that are going to give you the results that you want. Because quite frankly, if I had to pick only one 
modality of exercise to do for the rest of my life, nothing compares to what strength training is going to give you. It's going to give you that aerobic and anaerobic um, workout. It's going to help with nutrition um, and all and all of those things. It's going to make you more functional, more mobile, flexible. It, it really can't be compared, but cardio is still an important factor. Not everyone is into weightlifting as strongly as I am, so it is something that you want to incorporate into your routine to be completely balanced. So there you guys have it. That is my way in on cardio. Some of my more vague, broader thoughts about what you should be doing for your cardio routines. Unfortunately, like I said, it is something that depends on your goals. But no matter what your goal is, you should be incorporating cardio in some aspects. And let me just say, for the record... Cardio is not going to burn up all your muscle. I just need to throw that out there because I've heard that so many times and I'm about to go on a rant like I did with carbs last week, but you know what? I'm not going to do it. I told Susan I wasn't going to do it, so we're not going to do that today. But thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. If you have any further questions or you want to continue our conversation on cardio, nutrition, anything that I've covered in these last three episodes, feel free to hit me up on Instagram. That's Kylie underscore Hines, K-Y-L-I-E underscore H-E-I-N-Z. And let me know what you thought of today's podcast. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys.